Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. And under God, and together, we will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. And we will make America great again. Friends, welcome to Praying for America. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here, director of Priests for Life. It is great to have you with us. You know, tonight, I I pre-taped our program for tonight because tonight I am at Mar-a-Lago. One of the uh, many opportunities I've had to be there, and uh, it's always, always such a refreshing experience, first of all, because of the beauty of the place, and secondly, because of the beauty of the people, uh, the, the patriotism, the kind of people that gather there, they're our kind of people. I've, say, I've met some of you there, and uh, my goodness, we've got patriots in America. Uh, we've got patriots, uh, and and we've got people with the spirit of the founders, and that's that's one of the great joys of being there. I'm there with the America First Policy Institute, and I want to say a word about them before I uh, bring you the substance of, of today's show. Uh, but let's pray first. Let's go to the Word of God, as we always do, because that gives us the context to understand, appreciate, and, and carry out the work we need to carry out for the greatness of America. So Psalm 118 I want to turn to tonight. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Let Israel say, his steadfast love endures forever. Let the house of Aaron say, his steadfast love endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord say, his steadfast love endures forever. Out of my distress I called on the Lord. He answered me and set me free. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do against me? The Lord is on my side as my helper. I shall look in triumph on those who hate me. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. All the nations surrounded me. In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. They surrounded me, surrounded me on every side. In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. They surrounded me like bees. They blazed like a fire among thorns. In the Lord's name, I cut them off. I was pushed hard and was falling, but the Lord came to help me. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. Glad songs of salvation are in the tents of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord has done valiantly. The right hand of the Lord exalts. The right hand of the Lord has triumphed. I shall not die, but live again and recount the works of the Lord. Let us pray. Father, America indeed is surrounded by enemies and threats because of the incompetent leadership that we have, which Democrat leadership has compromised our standing on the world stage has compromised our standing in the economic world, has compromised our very survival through the 
lack of security at home, at our border, and in our cities filled with crime in Democrat-run areas especially. Lord God, the nations surround us and threaten us, but you are the one on whom we rely. Your word tells us it is better to rely on the Lord than to trust in princes. We do not trust, Lord God, in human strength, whether our own or that of our political leaders. We trust in you, and we want them to trust in you too. And therefore, Lord, we take heart from Psalm 118 that the conviction of victory and the conviction of your strength bringing us victory sustains us each day with hope, confidence, and vigor in doing our work in serving this great nation. Bless us as we continue to learn how we can defend this nation. Bless us as we continue to understand more deeply the threats that we face and bless us with the triumph that your word promises. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. I shall not die but live again, declaring the works of the Lord. Isn't that a word for America? I shall not die but live again. There are, threaten, there are forces that threaten us so deeply. And the worst ones are from within. That's why we're studying this book, The Democrat Party Hates America. The worst threats are from within. And if we can vote this party completely out of power, it belongs in political oblivion, then we stand the greatest chance of saving America. Like Dan Bongino says, and I thank him for always putting it this way, it's not that the Republicans are the solution to all our problems, but the Democrats are the cause. They are the cause of our current problems in America. I'm with the America First Policy Institute tonight at Mar-a-Lago, so I'm actually going to bring you a, uh, a replay of uh, an important discussion we had about this book when we started to study it. And I want to do this periodically uh, because it, everything we're saying about this book bears repeating, and uh, you may have missed it or you may want to share it with others, or you do what I do, go back and, 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 and reread these things and restudy them and refresh our own memory. So that's what I'm going to play you in just a moment. Then we'll come back with a, with a, a time of prayer. But the America First Policy Institute is something I want to encourage you to check out as well. AmericaFirstPolicy.com. AmericaFirstPolicy.com. This, this, this is a group that was started just a couple of years ago, and it consists of many of the people that worked in President Trump's wildly successful administration and historically successful administration. These are people who know and love our country and every aspect of it. These are patriots with the hearts of the founders themselves. These are experts in their various fields of work. And these are people who not only served under President Trump, not, 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 not all of them, many of them did, and there are many others that have connected themselves with this, this movement, because it is a movement. Um, and these are people who, having learned from experience what policies work in the field of economics, security, pro-life, values, education, and all, the, all the different issues, are now laying the groundwork for the next Republican administration, which hopefully will be President Trump, and 
they're going to hit the ground running. So it's about winning the elections. We're talking in these days about winning the elections of 2024 and governing in 2025. And it's a plan for governing. I mean, I'm talking about the crafting of legislation, the crafting of executive orders, the crafting of policy that is going to be able to be implemented on day one. So this is what, and, and personnel. Personnel is policy. And so identifying the personnel who are supposed to be uh, and will be able to be serving us as soon as the new president is uh, inaugurated. You can't start building an administration after the inauguration. It doesn't work that way. You start confirming people for the positions. You've got to have the people lined up already. You're going to sign executive orders on day one. You're not going to start with a blank piece of paper and write the executive order on day one. So this is what I'm doing during these days. And again, I want to invite you to check out AmericaFirstPolicy.com. Really great thing to be involved in. Okay, so the, uh, we've been studying this book chapter by chapter, paragraph by paragraph, thought by thought. We want to thank Mark Levin for writing it. Listen, I'm going to every once in a while share with you again some of the previous segments about this book, and I want to start doing that tonight on a segment that just introduces the book talks about how and why the Democrat Party hates America, why we can say that, and starts with uh, the attack on the nuclear family. That's not the first chapter, but it's a core chapter. And uh, let's just uh, watch what I said about this in a previous uh, broadcast, and then we'll come back to uh, tonight's segment and close in prayer. Democrat Party hates America. Look, they've got to be voted out of office, pure and simply. They've got to be obliterated politically. I want to jump right away to the sixth chapter. In fact, just to whet your appetite for this book, the chapters starts with the Democrat Party and authoritarianism. Then there are two chapters on racism, anti-black racism and anti-white racism. Then language and thought control. Then, chapter 5, the war on the American citizen. Chapter 6, that I want to comment on a little bit now, the war on the nuclear family. Chapter 7, the war on the Constitution. And chapter 8 is called Stalin Would Be Proud. From its inception, and underline those three words, from its inception, the Democrat Party has hated America. It has stood against the well-being of America, Economically, politically, constitutionally, internationally, it has stood against America in her values, in her faith, in her freedom, in her security. These are people who hate us. Now, again, we always make the distinction. Grassroots Democrats, I know a lot of them, so do you. We're not saying that they hate America. We're saying that those who control the party, set the agenda and have allowed the party to be captured by the radical left, the lunatics, they hate America. And so they're using the Democrat Party as the channel for this hatred and uh, divisiveness. But again, as Mark points out here by you know thousands of facts and research and references, it's been that way from the start of the party. Children and the family. There is a war on the nuclear family. I don't have to convince you of this, but Mark lays it out in a lot of details. Uh, first of all, you know, we think of the rights of parents in regard to their children, right? 
and parents as the primary educators of their children. The Democrat, uh, 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 and again, when I say the Democrats, I'm talking about the, the you know, the, the philosophy here, the left-wing philosophy that controls the policy preferences of the party. They look at parents as exploiting their children. It's a whole mental shift. It's parents exploiting their children and interfering with the children's rights. They buy into this Marxist idea of the communal education of children. Remember Hillary Clinton's book, It Takes a Village? Senator Rick Santorum wrote a counter book to that, It Takes a Family. And that represents very nicely those two book titles, the difference in philosophy here about the, about the education of children. It takes a family. Hillary wants to say it takes a village, and we've seen some quotes from some of these Democrats about, you know, we've seen this from, uh, from Clinton. We've seen it from the governor of Virginia, previous governor. Uh, let's see here. I have um, uh, the NEA. Oh, McAuliffe. Yes, McAuliffe, uh, former chairman of the Democrat National Committee. Oh, DNC. Oh, look at that. Educators love their students. Educators and know better than anyone what they need to learn and to thrive. Oh, really? Uh, seems to me parents know their children better than their educators. Terry McAuliffe, candidate's debate in 2021 when he was running for governor of Virginia, uh, the idiot said, I'm not going to let parents come into schools and actually take books out and make their own decisions. I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. Yes, they should. Parents have a right to determine what their children learn in schools. They have a right to know everything that is being put in front of those students and everyone who is talking to them. They have a right to object to it. And if things don't change, they have the right to pull those children out of that program, out of that classroom, out of that school, out, of, out from under the authority of that educator. Parents go in good faith to schools not to substitute for their role of educating their children, but to get the assistance, the practical assistance of educators who are trained in education. We recognize that the, in and of itself, the validity of that training, much of this is, is left-wing lunacy, but it, it's supposed to be a good faith arrangement where by sending their children to school, the parents are not abdicating or should not be abdicating their role as the primary educators of their children. But the Democrats, they hate that idea. Oh, they absolutely hate that idea. All right. The Democrat Party, Mark points out here, politically benefits from the breakup of the nuclear family. Well, there's enough of a motive right there for them to just destroy any kind of semblance of what, what the Christian teaching is about the family and the role of parents. They benefit politically from the breakup of the family. Who votes for Democrats by large margins? Unmarried women. And in 2010, by 2010, for the first time in the nation's history, most households did not include a married couple. Um, there's a phrase in here, the SWFs. 
Um, we talked in the in the over recent years about the soccer moms, you know, but now it's the SWFs, the single woke females. This is a demographic that the Democrat Party caters to immensely. And again, it's fueling what they're saying on the abortion issue. Nancy Pelosi said that's the the, the key appeal to this block of uh, of voters. Um, the Republicans passed a Parents' Bill of Rights Act to support our children, provide for their education, promote their well-being, and secure a brighter future. And here are the things that it uh, provides. I want you to know, as I read through these things, this was a bill that passed the House barely, a vote of 213 to 208. Every Democrat voted against it. Now, as we know, you know, we got a couple of rhinos in there. They, they, they deserve political annihilation just as much as the Democrats do. Every Democrat voted against this bill. A few Republicans voted against it. What kind of um, sick virus they got in their brain in order to do that, I'm just not sure. The bill's going nowhere in the Democrat Senate, of course, but these are some of the provisions. What I just mentioned, the right to know what's being taught in schools and to see the reading material. Isn't it hilarious, by the way? It's hilarious and infuriating at the same time. And you got to use this, too, as a talking point with your friends and neighbors and co-workers when you've got people who have gone up in front of uh, school board hearings and started reading from the very books that the children are being given, either in the classroom or in the libraries, and they're stopped from reading this disgusting material. And it's like, wait a minute, if you can't, if you adults here in the room, if you members of the school board can't stomach the sick and disgusting stuff that I'm reading to you from this book, then why is this book being given to our children to read? Why is it in the classroom? Why is it in the school library? I'm proving my point. You guys are proving the point for us by reacting in this way. It's, oh, stop. Have you seen some of these here? You, look, you see them online, see them on social media. Stop, 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 stop reading. Stop reading. Stop, stop, stop. Hypocrites. So the right to know what's being taught in schools and to see the reading material, the right to be heard. You don't throw parents out of school board meetings. The right to see the school budget and the spending. The right to protect their child's privacy. And the right to be updated on any violent activity at school. Whoa! Did you hear those terrible, dangerous ideas just now? Oh, how can any American be? Oh, this is terrible. That's the mindset of the Democrats. Parents' rights over, oh my gosh. The Democrats benefit politically from the destruction of the nuclear family. Destroy it. It's not parents raising their children, teaching their children. No, it's parents exploiting their children as far as these Democrats are concerned. It's parents interfering with the rights of these children as far as these Democrat lunatics are concerned. Not one of them would vote for the, these provisions in this bill. Not a single one of these demented Democrats. I'm going to have more about this. We'll go on and continue in this chapter in the next program. Get the book, The Democrat Party Hates America.
Well, thank you, friends, for, uh, for sticking with me tonight. And let's turn back to the Lord and uh, ask him to bless America and to bless our efforts in defending America. Father, we do believe in America and we do believe in the, in the family. Uh, we ask you for your grace on our daily activities. We ask you for your blessing on our political activities. We ask you to enable us to awaken our fellow citizens in a way, Lord God, that does not come off as arrogant or not looking down on anybody. We're not considering ourselves better than anyone. We're simply looking at truth. We're simply making a case. We're making the argument. And we're asking our fellow citizens to share the same patriotic love of our country that we have and that has been handed down to us. And so, Lord, bless our our spirits, that we may convey that sincerity, that respect, that gentleness, and yet that determination and that clarity and that vigor and that readiness to sacrifice everything like our founders did, pledging their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor, that, Lord, we would be willing and are willing to make the same kind of sacrifices because we're fighting for the very same country, the very same constitution. We're fighting for the very same principles the very same faith in you, Lord God, the very same rights that you give us starting with life. Lord, may we understand life is not something we can compromise on. It's life. Everything else depends on it. And it's not something that is within our power to ration out to any particular degree or extent. Bless us as we pray. And now as we pray the words Jesus himself gave us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Friends, have a great weekend. Thank you for being with us. Spread the word about this program. We'll be back on Monday. I'm Janet Morena, Executive Director of Priest for Life. And I'm Anthony Vassone of the Resource Department. And we're here to get you all excited about our Black Friday sale going on now. Yeah. You're really going to want to catch these great deals, right, Anthony? Absolutely. We have some major savings for you. First off, we have these two wonderful books. I just can't take it anymore. And why am I here anyway? Now, both of these books generally retail for $10 each. But for our Black Friday sale, you can get both of them for only $5. That's right. Both. Oh, my goodness, Anthony. Both for $5. Great little stocking stuffers, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. And oh. these books are fantastic to just have out on your coffee table. And everyone loves to read these books. And so beautiful, beautiful pictures and illustrations inside. Go to ProLifeProducts.org and get this Black Friday special. Guess what? While supplies last, as Absolutely. always. Absolutely. And of course, 
we have to get a message, right, about saving the unborn. And we've got great hoodies, don't we? This one is here. Pray to end abortion. Look at that hoodie. Beautiful, beautiful hoodie. Yes. And you have it in blue, right? Yes, and the blue one is zip-up style. And, and this one is a pullover. Pullover. Pull and guess what? These hoodies were regularly, how much, Anthony? $40. $40. Black Friday reduced to 30. $30. savings. $10 savings. And when you're snuggling by the fire, great thing to have this on to keep you warm or going outside for maybe a snowball fight. Go yes. to ProLifeProducts.org and get your ProLife hoodies today. These and look, are super toasty. Super toasty and pray to end abortion. We all should be doing that each and every day. Okay, next what up. What else do we have? <coughs> well, besides we need to be praying, we have what to pray with. These are six beautiful prayer books written, of course, by pro-life leader Frank Pavone. And they come in this cute little gift bag. This is a great gift. Now, normally, Anthony, what's the sale on this one? Normally, they're $15 each, which is already a savings because the books are $3 each by themselves. And you but, get a big gift and bag. And a gift bag. But for our Black Friday special, you can get two gift bags for $25. Oh, my goodness. Two for $25. I know. What are we I doing? Mean, giving this stuff away? Oh, my goodness. And this is a great thing. You know what? You're going in to see Aunt Susie and stopping by her house and, you know, just visiting her for a cup of hot chocolate. Bring her this little prayer book bundle. It's a great thing to have. And you know what it's good for, too? Get a bunch of them. Put them up in your Christmas tree. Because don't you have this happening? I think someone comes to your house with a gift for you, and you didn't get a gift for them. And you're going, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh, uh, uh. Yes. But you have these little gift bundles under your tree, and you all ready to go. And go and grab one. And grab one. So and again, they're already wrapped. Already wrapped in the little gift bag. So get those now. And the titles are In the Company of His Saints, In the Palm of His Hand, In the Heart of His Mercy, In the Light of His Word, In the Power of His Spirit, and In the Brace of His Mother. Special two, two sets for just $25. ProLifeProducts.org. What else oh, we're we not done yet. We're not done. Okay, no. one more thing. Two what more else? Things? Water ah. bottles. Water bottles. Oh. Actually, I shouldn't call them water bottles. These are hot and cold beverage bottles. Oh, These can will I keep have your one too, please. Of course. These will keep your hot beverages hot and your cold beverages cold for a really long time. They're super insulated. And I really know they will because you know what? I actually filled it with ice and water. And here in Florida, oh my goodness, it lasted over 18 hours and my water was still cold. Same thing with coffee. This thing will That's right. It'll still be warm the next day if you leave it on your desk and you forget about it. <laughs> That's right. And again, this is a great sale because these are how much? All right. These no. are normally $15, $15 each. You can and get two. You can get them two for $25. So While supplies last. Go to ProLifeProducts.org during our Black Friday sale. And guess what? This sale ends on December 2nd. You got a few extra days here now, so you've got to get going. You got to get these sales because while supplies last, right? Yep, two for 25, get one of each, get two of a kind. They make great gifts. That's right. right. And we do have one more hoodie we forgot to mention over here. Social uh, yes. justice begins in the womb, another one. Great message, great thing. And t-shirts also, pray to end abortion, to wear under those beautiful hoodies that we had. And the t-shirts are really a great deal, aren't they, Anthony? They're normally what? Normally $25 each. Oh, wow. And they're reduced to just 20. Yes. Great deal. They have large print on the back, small print on the front. It matches the same style uh, with the hoodies, so you could wear them That's as, right. a, as a pair. That's right. Wear them as a set. As a set. Okay. And the social justice hoodie, 
super big deal. That is ordinarily $30, and now it's only $20. I don't know where that's you can get any hoodie for $20 these days. That's right. That's great deal. Great quality hoodie. So these deals are waiting for you at ProLifeProducts.org. Black Friday deals. And you know what? If you're Black Friday shopping, why not bring a message for the unborn? And don't forget these cute little coffee table books. They'll make you laugh. And the prayer book, prayer book gift sale. Again, ProLifeProducts.org. We hope you have a holly jolly Christmas and have great fun shopping on Black Friday till now through December 2nd, while supplies last. Thanks. Merry and Christmas. God, Merry Christmas God and God bless. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.